This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. Hopefully you survived in advance and marched on to round two of your fantasy playoffs. If you didn't, um, you're probably not listening to this program right now. <laughs> so, uh, condolences to any of those that are out there. I'm one of them. My hand is raised presently. But let's go ahead and peer ahead through the looking glass to week number 15. Yes, uh, we're knocking at the door of the Christmas season. Actually, we're in the Christmas season. You know, the little baby Jesus is about to be born here in just a couple of weeks, Brandon. So uh, pretty amazing that we've made it this far and with a few speed bumps along the way. But if you're in round two of your fantasy playoffs, let's get you to Titletown. Rank them for me this week. Jonathan Taylor who has been quite the sensation. David Montgomery, mandatory Montgomery, three consecutive 100 total yard games and a touchdown in three straight. Or Cam Akers, who's got 62 touches for 372 and two TDs in his last three contests. Uh, Taylor this week getting a rematch against Houston. David Montgomery going up against the Minnesota Vikings. And Akers has the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. All right, my man, I'll rank them for you. First of all, uh, the just a condition here that I will say is that I think I might have all these guys in my top 12 this week. Oh, 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree. They have so, ventured in a must-start material territory right now. Yeah. So I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor 1 uh, because yep. he's been on a heater, like as the other two guys, but I just like to match up the best. It's Houston. So when you're talking about splitting hairs, I always like to use matchups as a tiebreakers. I don't like to just like automatically slam dunk, say that somebody in a whole different tier is going to be better than somebody in the tier above them because of a matchup. But when things get close, I like to let the matchup sway things. And that's what I'm going to do here with Taylor. Number two uh, of these three, the one that I'm going to actually say is mandatory is Cam Akers, not mandatory. Oh, God. It's, and it's, again, it comes down to match. It comes down to, to Cam Akers averaging 25 carries the last two weeks. Yeah. The fact that now that we've seen a lot of him, he looks everything. He is what we thought he was, which is just a turbocharged Tonka truck. And, I mean, he just. <laughs> He just looks so beastly. Um, he does. And, and he just is pretty smooth as well. And the Rams are blowing out holes. So I think even though the Jets have sometimes shown themselves to be a bit stout against the run, I think the, the Rams will definitely be able to run against them. And Akers has a huge workload. So for me, Montgomery is a very slight third in this group. Yeah, you know what? I don't disagree. I'm with you 100% because the Bears still have offensive line issues. The Vikings have actually played better defense here down the stretch, though they've given up 4.39 yards per carry, 133.6 total yards per game, and nine combined touchdowns with the 13th fewest fantasy points. I don't think mandatory gets to the 100 total yard mark in the fourth straight week. I think he's going to be close. I think it's probably 80-85. I think he's going to find the end zone. But I think Akers is going to surpass the century mark, probably just on the ground alone against the Jets because it's going to be a very positive game script. I think he's going to find the end zone as well. Huge yak guy. Love the jump cut. Obviously can catch the ball in the backfield. And then Jonathan Taylor's almost in a class by himself. I'm going to have Jonathan Taylor top five this week. I think it's like a buck yeah. 25 in total yards. It could be a multi-TD effort. Deep the cheese curd in the mirror and era. Get him in your lineup. Must start material this week is one, Jonathan Taylor. But then again, you can make an argument for all of these individuals. And if you want to get on some of their player props, do so. 
right now at monkeyknifefight.com and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up. It's a very simple game to play. It's just more or less over under on all your favorite player props. You parlay them together, package them, and little duos, a pack of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less, which could be receiving yards, rushing yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, the more cash you stuff into your pockets this holiday season. Go to monkeynightfight.com. And again, use that promo code FTN when you sign up to get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. With that, let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, the theme of this Fantasy Five and week number 15, top five under-the-radar guys for round two of your fantasy playoffs. Uh, Players you may want to debate over some established veterans. Let's start off with Jalen Hurts. Oh, Brandon. Oh, my (laughs) nipples. Let's just clarify. There's nothing under the radar anymore. Oh, I am touching and twisting my nipples very slowly (laughs) and erotically right now, thinking about Jalen Hurts. Um, Look, did he deliver everything and a bag of chips in terms of his verticality? No, he did not. It was just a buck 67, 17 to 30 uh, from the field, essentially, in this game for a touchdown. But, boy, did he deliver the goods on the ground. Over 100 yards rushing against the New Orleans Saints, the number one team in terms of total defense in the NFL. That was a mountain to climb, and he surmounted Everest uh, to go along. And like I said, with that passing touchdown, we did have a late fumble lost. Uh, I, I think, you know, against Arizona, it's a softer matchup, but still a robust opponent. Uh, as this Arizona defense is given up just a 6.9 YPA, 245.1 yards per game, 1.5 passing touchdowns per game. But they have allowed six QBs to run for at least 32 yards, which is kind of odd when you have Kyler Murray and you're practicing against him. So I think Jalen Hurts is like buck 80 through the air, probably a touchdown. I think he's going to go for at least 70, maybe 80 yards on the ground. I'm going to have him ranked as a top 10 quarterback this week. He's a new Taysom Hill. He's maybe the 2020 version of Lamar Jackson. What say you? Where do you? What are your thoughts on Hertz against Zona? And you think you're going to have him as a QB one in 12 team formats? Well, look, you didn't pick him. I mean, you, it's really pretty hard to go out and grab him now. If you know, last week was the week. It was Jalen Hurts week. And if you went out and you grabbed him and you want, decided you want to take a week to just look and see how he looks, uh, passed with flying colors or ran with flying colors uh, to put it more like, but. Um, Arizona's a kind of an attacking defense, a lot of athleticism. They like to shock and awe, and I think that could work out well. It probably speaks to why these quarterbacks are getting these appreciable yardage on the ground because they come in hot and fast, and it allows the quarterback to make a quick decision. They need to, to jailbreak. And so you can see another 60 to 100 yards on the ground for Hertz, and if he continues to just put up, I don't know, 175 to 200 passing yards, don't turn the ball over too much, throw a touchdown or two, that's gold. We'll take that every time. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Number four. All right, what about Timmy? Timmy Patrick of the Denver Broncos going up against the Buffalo Bills, another kind of under-the-radar player that uh, I've talked up you know, routinely on Twitter. By the way, you can follow me at Noisy Wavos. Follow Funston at Brandon Funston. 
Uh, I, I like the guy a lot. Uh, you know, there's nothing spectacular about him, but he's just rock solid in terms of his wingspan, his route savvy, and his reliability in the red zone. And Drew Locke has really leaned on that here of late. He is wide receiver 26, Funston, since week number nine in PPR leagues. Uh, over that stretch, 30 targets, 20 catches, 289 yards, four touchdowns, averaging 14.5 yards per catch and a 5.75 yak per reception. You get Buffalo this week. And the Bills were very impressive against the Pittsburgh Steelers last Sunday night. Levi Wallace is projected primary assignment. It's only given up an 84.4 passer rating this year. But again, it's hard to look past that red zone role. Uh, they've been very creative in utilizing him. You know, it may not be a huge number in terms of yards, uh, but, you know, somewhere around maybe four for 50 and a touchdown. Very doable. And if you can get that at wide receiver three or flex in a 12-team or deeper league, you'll take that all day long. Yeah, and you mentioned his number since week nine, but that doesn't – I mean, look, at we're 14 weeks into the season, and he is wide receiver 34 and half PPR leagues in total scoring. And that's one game when they basically had to throw the game out because uh, it was Kendall Hinton, that quarterback. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I recall. I mean, you have <laughs> – you have three 100-yard games. You have six touchdowns. You are what you are after 14 weeks, and he is a wide receiver three, and I think people need to start ranking and putting him in their lineup based upon that kind of valuation. No more wide receiver four. He's a wide receiver three. He's moved up into that. He's he's George Jefferson moving on up. Oh, moving on up to the east side. Deluxe right. apartment in the sky. That's Tim Patrick. Uh, maybe you'll score one if you put him in your lineup this week. Number three. All right, let's go deep. So deep, we're going to put people's butts to sleep. Uh, you know, there are some of us that are in like 16, 18, 20 team leagues. I'm one of them. And you're always trying to squeeze blood from the turnip off the waiver wire. And there's one player of interest this week. It's a short week, but a player that's starting to see a growing role within his offensive scheme. That's Tyron Johnson, undrafted kid out of Oklahoma State in his second year. Uh, he's kind of bounced around on some practice squads, playing for his four team in two years. And last week in Atlanta, uh, went over 50 yards, found the end zone, had a season-high seven targets along with the six receptions. I was really impressed by him and watching him. You know, you and I, you in particular thought it was going to be Jalen Guyton because yeah. they wanted to diversify the portfolio there, try to go away more from Keenan Allen. Maybe Mike Williams, but he's, poof, disappeared. Maybe more Hunter Henry, but he's been unreliable. Tyron Johnson could be this, you know, out-of-nowhere guy who could post numbers similar to Tim Patrick in that wide receiver three range, especially this week because you get Vegas, right? And Vegas is allowed 7.2 in terms of yards per attempt, 11 most fancy points, a wide receiver position. And this kid's got some wheels, man. He ran a 4-4-1 40-yard dash, not too shabby for an undrafted product. Yeah, here's the weird thing. He kind of did it without, you know, really under the radar. But his first six – so he came into this week with six total catches, Four of those six total catches went for more than 40 yards. He's like tied with Justin Jefferson in 40-yard catches. He's among the league leaders in in big play catches, and he only has 12 for the season. Uh, So, yeah, that speed's been put to use uh, sparingly early on, but maybe we'll see that a little bit more. And and the interesting thing about the Chargers is they did not 
attempt a pass of 20 plus yards this last week. And Justin Herbert was averaging almost six 20 plus yard passes per week through the first eight games. The last three weeks, he's just over two per game. I think that speaks to a little bit of Mike Williams not being healthy. So Tyron Johnson getting more run might open things back up for this passing game for Justin Herbert to go deep. And yeah, with, with a more appreciable volume, you might see him pad his 40-yard catch total and and maybe a couple times in this game against the Raiders. Tyron Johnson could be a diamond in the rough. Number two. All right, let's work in a tight end, shall we? The desolate wasteland that that position has been this entire fantasy season, but buried treasure off the waiver wire. What about Dan Arnold of the mm. Arizona Cardinals? Now, I know Larry Fitzgerald's back. And his role should grow a little bit as he had COVID-19 off that list. Christian Kirk's kind of, you know, falling back into the shadow. But it's been more Dan Arnold in the red zone that Kyler Murray has really looked to here these last couple of games. He's got three touchdowns over those two games. And he looked at the matchup upcoming. It's the Philadelphia Eagles, right? 5.2 receptions per contest, 51.7 receiving yards per game, eight touchdowns and the ninth most fantasy points. This defense is allowed to the tight end position. It may not be, you know, a massive yardage game or catch game, but he finds the end zone. I mean, that's going to be probably a top 10 week, and Dan Arnold more than capable of doing that, again, with his role expanding. So what are your thoughts on the plus-size weapon for Kyler Murray? Yeah, Eagles top 10 in most fantasy points allowed or bottom 10, however you want to look at it. They haven't been great to the tight end, so there's that. You kind of feel like Kyler Murray – this Dan Arnold thing, four touchdowns in his last four games. You mentioned three in his last two. He has four in his last four overall. So, um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of Will Disley in Seattle. There those little spurts during the year before he would get hurt for the rest of the year. But that's what kind of what Dan Arnold's doing. He's finding a way uh, with a mobile quarterback in Kyler Murray who suddenly who's gone through some injury, gone through some some tougher times passing. He's found something in Dan Arnold. You kind of feel like it's something that might continue to go. And at the back end of the tight end one, you know, if you want to throw a tight end like Dan Arden into your lineup, why not? It's as good a chance as the other guys in the back end of the tight end one class, which has basically been rubbish consistent as hell. Yeah. <laughs> a heaping pile of garbage. That's what the tight end position is. Number one. All right, let's work in one for the shallow leaguers out there. And this is a name, obviously, a lot of people thought at one point was indispensable this season. Naheem Hines, the tag team partner of Jonathan Taylor. You get Houston. Uh, There's plenty of meat on the bone for everybody, right? Uh, Edger and James got to come out of retirement and probably go for 100 combined yards and a touchdown here, right? Uh, Donald Brown in his heyday. Could have scorched earth against this team. That's a deep pull, Donald Brown, Brandon, right there. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't, like, chuckle on that one. Uh, but, again, give me the nitty-gritty on the Texans, and this is why we rank John the Taylor so highly this upcoming week. 5.38 yards per carry, 183.3 total yards per game, 18 combined touchdowns, now the most fantasy points allowed to the running back position, supplanting Detroit. So, Naheem Hines, give me a fearless forecast. You're thinking, like, 60 to 65 total yards and a TD? Yeah, the TD's been the regular thing. He's got three rushing TDs, four receiving TDs. He figures out a way to get around 10 touches every week. I will say, yeah, I will say 9.5 fantasy points, almost exactly what he did. I think it's going to be about 60 to 70 uh, yards and probably like four catches. Yeah, suit him up. 
Yeah, dip that uh, French fry in the old Heinz, uh, and I think it's going to tickle the taste buds in in the end as a back-end RB2 potentially here in Week 15. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. Please follow Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Check out him and his colleagues' excellent work at The Athletic. Uh, you can check me out at Noisy Huevos and check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. Also, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, adios, amigos!